If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello and welcome to Chapter 155 of the DC Alliance Podcast. With me, as always, is Joe. Joe, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. You say 155 or 45? 145. I okay. think Mr. Chazelle might have jumped us up. We've got the, yeah, well, because I'm looking at the show notes. Well, we got 155 up here on it's the one, plate. It's, it's, it's one for, you got it's 145 on the notes, and then if you actually go into the notes, it still says Chapter 121. 
whatever. Um, no, I'm doing yeah, exactly. I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, my weekend was uh, a lot busier than I wanted to be. Uh, Sunday, I had planned to catch up on The Walking Dead for the series finale last night, um, and then my sump pump uh, kind of exploded on me. And I spent the next six hours fixing that along with unfreezing my pipes outside. So um, I did get a chance to watch all The Walking Dead. So I got to catch up on that. Episode is still coming out, which um, it'll be out. A little bit of show note here. It'll be out Friday and not Saturday because Marvel Alliance and I swapped days for this week. So, so kind, Joe. You're so yeah. kind. But how are you doing, Travis? You, uh, you had school today? Uh, no, I'm doing yeah, well. Work. Yeah, cool. first day back okay. since COVID. I had a week off. We were in LA to go in. That's okay by me. Most of I'm used to two years of di- uh, distance, so it wasn't too bad. Uh, besides that, this past weekend, I watched all of Spider Man, the new animated series with Neil nice. Patrick Harris. And I remember I, that, that series. I that did was... remember that. Like, I watched a couple episodes on MTV back in the day. It was like uh, in between for Spider Man 1 and 2. Yeah. And Joe, it ends off on such a low note. Like Spider-Man puts a girl in a coma and then gives up being Spider-Man. And that's how this, the episode and season ends. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, that's exact opposite of like Spider-Man's message. Yeah, exactly. To always persevere. No. Well, he, gives up being, he puts a Spider-Man suit in a case and throws it into the river. And I like, mean, yeah, I'm done well, being Spider-Man. And that was it. And the well, other annoying thing. You're sticking, was, you're sticking on that. I'm sticking on him, the fact that he put somebody in the coma. The last time well, he did something with a girl like that, she snapped her neck. So These these two uh, metahuman people uh, with mind control basically made him see what he wasn't... He thought he was fighting something else, a la oh. Superman Injustice. I was very excited. pushed her over. Yeah, it was, it was wild. I was shocked. Neil Patrick Harris was the voice of Peter Parker. Yeah. And um, the guy from, I want to say Baywatch, maybe, no, from 90210, Ian Ziering. He was Harry Osborn, and I don't have any sweet idea who Mary Jane was. But yeah, it was it was weird. It was it was interesting. I am going to talk about it for uh, the Animation Nation at some point. Uh, besides that, it was pretty enjoyable, relaxed weekend. Uh, not much on the DC front, so I'm glad that we pushed the DCU predictions. We have some from a listener, Derpy, that we're going to talk about. I'm glad we pushed that to this week because it seems yeah. like this opens up perfect timing, Joe. Well, it's either going to be this week or next week because next week we won't have Stargirl, so we'll have a little bit more time next week. But I am glad to be talking about it, too. I know we, yeah. last couple weeks, uh, have been rough. We you know we lost Kevin Conroy. Week before that, I think you had a long day of, of school. So it was, it was good to push it. Um, but we'll get to it here in just a little bit. Yeah. And I'll, I'm going to have to get through the network. Plus, before I do that, too, I just want to uh, say check out Ranger Alliance for a nice tribute to Jason David Frank, the Green yeah. Ranger. Yeah. He passed uh, away um, due to suicide this past weekend. Uh, I did a I, I did a quick little thing on there. But end of the day, guys, if you are in trouble, if you're having these thoughts, please, please contact somebody. You know, you are loved, you are appreciated. It just you, you're not going through it alone. And I know I can say that, and I'm just a nobody talking. And but I, I will, I will listen. I may not be the best person, but you know, I, I'm here. Travis is here. We're all like, if 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 you guys are going through something, 
I think the uh, here in America, in in the United States, nine eight eight is a suicide hotline. Um, I don't know what it is there in Canada, but it, it's it's one of those things that reach out, talk to somebody. Somebody will listen. I, I think that's. I agree with you 100%, Joe. I think for here, it's uh, you can text 686868. Okay. Uh, or call, uh, I think it's 1833-456-4566 uh, to reach out if you're not comfortable reaching out. But like Joe said, myself and Joe are here. Reach out. We, we gladly will put it here easily. It sucks for that. It just sucks when something like that happens, yeah. when just leave behind so many people just wishing they could help. Uh, hi, Chris. How are you doing? Howdy. Howdy. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, check Ranger Alliance out. They put out an episode today for that. So I just wanted to say that before I get into the network plugs because I don't go into the episodes anymore. That's not what I do. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are part of the Geek Golf Alliance with eight shows in total. On Mondays is Ranger Alliance, and that rotates bi-weekly with a slice of film. And Tuesdays is DC Alliance. And Wednesdays, no longer is Superhero Discussions. That show is gone taken thrown into the cobwebs into the storage for now because i wanted a name more aptly about what we're talking about so uh from now on on wednesday you'll be listening to the animation nation so uh rick and morty's back joe's gonna get together with me tomorrow to talk about that it was a fantastic episode great episode for that check that out on wednesday on thursdays is star wars alliance on Fridays is Marvel Alliance. On Saturdays, bi-weekly as they walk through the multiverse. And Sundays, monthly is World's Finest True Believers. DC Alliance goes live on the Geekverse YouTube channel. Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Star Wars Alliance goes live Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And Marvel Alliance goes live Thursdays at 9, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. All three of those shows also have their own podcast feed. Search Marvel Alliance, DC Alliance, or Star Wars Alliance if you just want Marvel content, DC content, or Star Wars content. But if you want all eight shows on GUA... Stay subscribed to GUA and your podcast app of choice. We also have a Patreon, two tiers, a dollar tier, and a five dollar tier. The dollar tier is basically a tip jar. You like what we're doing, and you want to help us out any way you can. And the five dollar tier is where you get your extras. You get your ad free episodes, early access episodes, and Patreon exclusive episodes. Myself and Joe last week got together finally and did Swamp Thing, and it was quite enjoyable. It was my first time watching it. I have already watched a trailer for the Return of the Swamp Thing. <laughs> We're a couple uh, movies away from that. Don't oh yeah, but I, I, it was in my YouTube suggestions, so I had to watch it. <laughs> I couldn't not. And boy, <laughs> it, it seems a little different. Seems it's, a little different than what we talked about. It's out there. And I didn't know Heather Lockyer was in it. So, yeah. yeah. But if you want to hear our thoughts on the 1982 Swamp Thing, please go to Patreon. We also have Joe doing his Multiverse Minutes. He did 37 Days of Halloween. There's 37 Halloween movies that Joe talked about. Yep. Go check that out. We also have uh, Clay doing his watches for the first time. Right now he's doing Game of Thrones. We have the Marvel Alliance guys doing their MCU rewatch. We also have Katie watching Star Wars comics with her husband. We thank anyone and everyone that's a patron, but if you can't, if you can take a quick 30 to 60 seconds to rate and review the podcast on your podcast app of choice, that would be greatly appreciated. It helps us be found by new people. That's always a good thing. Yep. Joe, I think that's everything. Uh, oh, we have a couple people in the chat on the game. Suicide is easily one of the biggest killers of men over 30 people. Please seek help. Great point there on the game. And Darius, love you guys. Apologies, I'm really late. Hope y'all have been enjoying DC TV, especially Titan Season 4. I'm hoping they don't drag out Brother Blood transformation. 
though I have some theories when y'all there. We're almost at that. We're going to talk about it'll be our second thing that we talk about tonight. So Darius, stay with us I, for that. Darius, I gave that face because the first couple episodes weren't the greatest. This next episode was it, we actually, uh, yeah no we were yeah. talking offline uh, earlier like this one surprised us. So. Yeah, I, I'm. We don't go in and hate him, and I I have. Was really, I really enjoyed that episode, but we'll get that to that in a little bit, obviously. And S-Bob says, at some point, I'll get to that man thing movie. You will enjoy it, S-Bob. You'll enjoy the 1982 one, the uh, Swamp thing. He called it, he put man thing there. But, there but, is, but here's the thing. There is a there man is thing a whisk- movie. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. there's that's a why I'm thing. like, I didn't think that was done by Craven. Wes Craven did Swamp Thing, so yeah, I think that's what he meant was... by his doing Wes Craven rewatch. But you'll enjoy that there's a lot of uh, Wes Craven elements to the Swamp Thing. We'll oh, yeah. talked about that quite a bit. Okay, Joe, let's get into it with the first topic, which basically uh, James Gunn revealed that uh, DC Studios, they're going to make their presentation to Warner Brothers Discovery for their long-term mm-hmm. plans by January 2023. Uh, the Rat Insider put out a little uh, thing basically saying Superman uh, wasn't going to ha- uh, happen for sure now, which is funny because I just went down three days before that on their very same thing, talking about Superman's productions uh, way way further aligned than people know. So it was funny to see the three days difference in their, uh, in their putting out of stories. I mean, uh, I, I hope that it's all just conjecture right now. Like, I hope there there actually is something going on like they're not that like the movie is currently being filmed but that their their script is written and they're trying to find the the right people to do it but uh, i don't know but uh, anyway the in that story the rap said that in the next two months uh james gunn and peter saffron are going to present long-range plan to wbd and james gunn commented on that and said yeah it's true to the Warner Brothers Discovery team. So that got us to thinking, and it really went with der- uh, a derpy uh, sent us in something two weeks ago. We talked about it. Basically yeah. outlining what his, he thought his first five movies for the DC universe should be. That kind of inspired myself and Joe to come up with what we think should start off with DCU as well. So I'm going to read Derpy's first. Before before uh, you get before you get too far, Derpy's is is all new. Like he's basically yeah. saying reset it all. Yours, did you? Uh, yours was a continuing, right? Yeah. Okay, right. so mine was kind of continuing as well. So I just want to yeah. make sure we're on the same page there. Yeah, I, I went there and I Derpy just, but he uses people from the past DC movies, so it's not all completely brand new. So I will get to some of his thoughts first and. Because yeah, let's go through his stuff us. first, then we can go through ours. So first off, he 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 started with his films uh, with a solo Batman movie starring uh, Affleck as Batman and Finn Woldruff as Dick Grayson. Be uh, he said uh, Wolf Wold Ford, sorry. And then Night on the Job sort of movie, mostly set in Arkham Asylum. Villains Deathstroke and Jim Gordon is played by Brian Cranston. And Barbara, Barbara Gordon is introduced, and she's a main character after she's introduced. to the, She's key to the plot. My only gripe with this one is when he sent that note, and I believe it's Wolf Hard, not yeah, Wolf Hard. Okay. Sorry. He's, he's referring to the Stranger, Stranger Things kid. Okay. Um, my only gripe with this one is his idea, like the women he had um, 
chosen for Barbara Gordon all were not anywhere close to age of there Wolf was Hart. three choices at and, that point. So and that's why just, I that, was, that one was like, no, I, I can't see that. But also, well, he said he my, said in well, Barbara my, Gordon, if we could have cho- we could choose the yeah, Barbara sure, Gordon we, as well. Yeah. But all three that he had chosen, like I wouldn't yeah. choose any of them. And I, off the top of my head, I can't remember who they were. But they were, all were too old. Karen Gillan was one. Yeah. Of them. Well, yeah. Okay. And like her and Finn Wolfhard, no, they're nowhere near age. The close to age. Not that it matters because yeah. it's all acting. But I would have known that it would have been weird to me. But also, he had Barbara Gordon as her being a key member, key player in the movie. Great. Um, my gripe was her basically being at Arkham because the movie was giving like an Arkham Asylum set. I movie. could see her visiting her father there for something, and then but everything get locked. Not they take your daughter to the no asylum. No, day. she it's like I didn't. I he's not taking her. She she knows that he's there doing something, and she has to go get something from him. I don't know. Like it's you could accidentally weird. put her in that line of fire. I can understand it, but I also understand your gripe as well about that because it's kind of like, oh, we're here. How lucky it is that she's stuck in here to be this mean. Yeah, she, she basically becomes Oracle before she. You know, becomes Oracle. What I did like, cool. What I did like that he said about this solo Batman film was that it would open with in the style of Batman the animated series, like a shot by shot, like homage to the opening of Batman the animated series. Which you know, I think that could look really cool depending on how it's done. Maybe it might be more for Matt Reeves the Batman type thing rather than. uh, I'm not. I'm not for the shot for shot remake of it though. Like you could. People on YouTube do that, and it looks yeah. great. Inspiration, sure, but not a shot for shot. That's just that's just me. Yep, that's not everyone's going to like everyone's thoughts on films. Uh, I'm kind of with you on that one, to be honest with you, Joe. No, uh, it, but so, it's the idea is good. I, I like the idea, especially with him um, having Deathstroke as a villain, because uh, looking at your notes and my notes. Uh, yeah, I Death think Stroke. that's part of the reason why we really enjoy Titans as well. Yeah, like Deathstroke was amazing, although this episode. Anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, so the second film is a solo Superman film. Uh, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams as Lois, but they don't know each other. That is something that I think I have a bit of an issue with, and I think you do as well. He said he's in, he wants to be inspired by the 70s film and the 40s cartoon. Lex Luthor is villain running for president. Uh, Miles Teller's Flash uh, will be introduced in this film as well and help Soups take down Lex and post credit scene of Batman investigating Destroyed Lab, which I, I don't hate you po- doing a post credit scene after Batman's film, putting Batman in in that, that instead works. of having him like, in Superman. That really works. Yeah, that's, that one works. I like that. Um, the 40s film inspiration mixed in with the 40s cart or the 70s film mixed in with the 40s cartoon. It could work but i i don't think i don't think it'd work as well as as you would hope like if if done correctly and done you know properly i think you could really have hit some gold there but i don't the way that the universe has been set up it'd be hard to do that and pull it off you know i i, I want it to look real and not look like dick tracy Agreed. Uh, the next film he has is Aquaman. Jason Miller returns uh, with the villain being Black Manta and the tone maybe being like the cartoon, but more modern. Uh, so that, and then the closing film will be uh, 
which I thought this was, you know, just, I don't think you need to worry about it that much, but recast the closing uh, of the film will be recast a funny scene, recasting Mira, which I, I, yeah. I, that doesn't matter to me if yeah, she's Mira or not. She's probably going to be dead after, after this well, film. Lost Kingdom anyway, so. And the final film, which are we you know, hold I, on, are we in agreement? Like, is that like pretty much the the? That's what I assume, thought too, that like gonna they're gonna kill Mira off with the kid, like her so, somehow, like kind of like uh, they'll say the kid, but not Mira. But I don't know though. Maybe okay. maybe they won't. I, it, I, I have we'll, no idea. We'll get into that. We'll talk about that more when Aquaman is getting closer. There you go. And the final film for him is Justice League, uh, Secret Origins type film, which. which you know, I'm I, all I, for. I, I'm I all like for that. as well. I, I really love that, and you could you could do it, and it does set up quite well. Yeah. Like like we were complaining. Well, I was complaining about for the for the for the review of the DC League of Superheroes is that a lot of the animated Justice League has been formed, uh, done like things have been done off off screen, off screen. Whereas yeah. in Secret Origins, at the end, you already had established that they're forming a team. Batman put the watchtower in that they can stay stay at, and that's well, that's, and that's it. That was also one of the good things about the New Fifty Two animated verse they did. The first movie after um, Flashpoint was War. It was yeah Justice League meeting and forming and becoming a group. So I I, I understand your frustration on on the new animated universe and it not being the Justice League forming outside of it, but yeah. Yeah, it's just what can you do? Uh, exactly. But Derpy, uh, those are some great ideas. We're fully in, on board with the uh, Secret Origins uh, Justice League at the end there. Uh, before we get into myself and Joe's selections, we're going to take our first ad break of the evening. Listeners, we're an ad support network. We don't pick the ads or the volume. I'm going to give you a quick three count to adjust your volume, and we'll be right back in three, two, one. Every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. Okay, Joe. Uh, you want me to go with mine first, and then you go yours because I don't know yours, but you got to see mine. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, show I notes. Did, I, did, I did mine on pa- paper. Sorry, literally smart like a, smart man, a, smart man. Because well, I also I don't know. I was also at work, and I didn't want. I had I was too busy watching everything I had to watch for today, um, so I didn't really have time until about a half hour ago to. Well, it out. only took me ten minutes because I. Yeah, I'm gonna be took- honest with you. I think you think you like me is, do think about these this this kind of stuff from time to time. Anyway, like what um, would I- funny funny enough, about two and a half years ago, this is actually right around the time I met Clay officially uh, on Fanboy Comics podcast, his his old podcast. Myself, Chris, and another podcaster, Jonathan. I don't remember where he was from though. So, Jonathan, if you ever hear this, I apologize. <laughs> Um, they he had he proposed the idea of hey, so HBO Max just bought you know Warner Brothers or whatever HBO Max was formed, and yeah. what would be the possibility of the 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 DCEU? And so ultimately, I I still have my notes from that. You nice. See them, um, because I don't throw anything away, sadly. Uh, so I just kind of, but we um we did a whole like two hour podcast. And we all went around and was talking our thoughts on possible continuations of that the the universe. Then, um, so I picked some stuff. I cherry picked some stuff out of that. That's pretty good, uh, actually. I, I I would go back to that if I were you. Uh, I, well, I did just for a couple things, um, and I'll talk about it when we get to it. So, uh, do you want to do one for one? One for one is fine. Okay, let's do that. The, the start of mine, I would do a solo Superman film with Henry Cavill, obviously, as Superman, mm-hmm. and it would be Brainiac as the villain. That's part, and obviously, I would still have Lex as around as well. So, uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> um, I'm actually right there with you. I'm right there with you. I also have a Superman film as my first one. But I, I went with either Metallo or Conduit. Ooh. Uh, Conduit, I don't know if you know who Conduit is. Uh, he is a villain that comes from Smallville. Um, and he kind of got infused with Kryptonite as well. Uh, he's This is his first appearance, the death of Clark Kent. This came out after uh, Superman came back to life. And he kind of, he tortured uh, Clark and... You know, he thought he, you know, he tortured 
the the Kents, tortured Lois, tortured every element of Clark's life, um, and ultimately was trying to kill Superman. These are both villains that are infused with kryptonite. They had so Superman has a weakness to him, but you know it still be a fun. I think it'd be a fun movie to see. I he's been featured in he was featured in Man of Steel, not like you know he's the character that pushed Clark down and was taunting him. Uh, was uh, it conduit as known as Kenny uh, Braverman? Yeah. Yeah, he he was in both the DC animated universe. Yes, oh snap! And, yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. Oh, I didn't even think him. about. Holy sh! Okay, he was in the, the Superman the animated series as well. There's a picture was of him he? here. Nice. Yes, so it's kind of cool. And all right, so yeah. I mean, he's he's a character. Things. Obviously, I don't remember. Well, but, it's kind of um, cool, Joe, that he comes like you said. He comes from Smallville. That would be an interesting grounded uh, type character. Exactly. My my issue that I think they might have with that is. Just his costume kind of looks like you'd have to change his costume up a little bit. Oh yeah, no, his costume looks very like um, a little blood sporty. So that's for that's the most just, part. Yeah. So I actually, my my first introduction to him was um, the back in ninety five or ninety six. They actually put out some Superman toys, and I actually had a conduit action figure. I had no idea who the guy was. I thought right. he was a superhero. And so when I play with my action figures, it's like, oh, yeah, they're all superhero stuff. And then I found out he's a villain. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. So Chris says, I want to see Brainiac too. I don't know how we haven't got him yet. We did. We get would him. have had him in 93. We He was he, so close in the Nick Cage 93 He was one. fantastic in Krypton. Fantastic. So I would more really people cool to go check uh, that out. I really liked him. I mean, I was Brainiac 5 in Supergirl, but, you know. Hey, it was good knows? for a little bit. Maybe, maybe we'll see a Brainiac in in movies here soon. Who knows? Well, we will in the animated Legion of Superheroes. No, I meant live action. Yeah, uh, hopefully, maybe, Joe. Hopefully. Maybe we'll see him in live action soon. Uh, my keep second, my fingers crossed. My second pick, pick, pick for films would be for Wonder Woman three, uh, and it pick up right after uh, on the game. We're not going that deep into the, anybody to, <laughs> as, as MCU goes. Uh, we'll let. Gun and Saffron decide who writes and directs these movies. We're just the idea men behind behind this. I, uh, I think not Derpy picked. I think Derpy picked uh, directors and writers in that too. So uh, he did. Yeah. So apologies yeah. to Derpy for that, but we were going to go a little lower on that. Uh, yeah. So mine would be continuing on from Zack Snyder's Justice League for Wonder Woman, where you have her looking out, and as far as she knows, what she was told by Steppenwolf is that her mother's dead and her people are dead, and she doesn't know how to get back to the island. So part of this film could be her trying to get back to the island. Uh, maybe that's why she'd have to go see Linda Carter's uh, Amazon character. That's yeah, it. I can't remember what she was called. That's yeah. off the island as well. So maybe she has to visit her to figure out her way back. And when she gets there, have her fight some of the Greek gods. Uh, would be quite nice. So... Yeah, or like even Cersei. So uh, that, that would be mine, just because I think as one of the more powerful images we get of wonder woman is her standing there with the the arrow the that arrow. Her, that her people shot her to warn her but not knowing how to get back and if any of them are safe because Stephenwolf came in stole the box and he last thing he told right. her was that her parents her mother was dead yeah he decimated the whole island yeah uh my next one is a is a solo batman film right. uh right there with derpy i want deathstroke to be the villain just because it was promised years ago, and then you want that, you want that I solo want that, Batman. 
Batman and Deathstroke fighting each other is just amazing anytime we get it. Affleck and Joe Magnello, Magnello fighting each other, man, I would just thrive for that because Deathstroke is meticulous. You know he's going to tear... It will be a movie where he is tearing Batman down beat for beat until the very end, until the final battle. Like, Look at that cut scene amazing. in the Arkham games, Joe. The the one where he fights Deathstroke. Like, that's all over. That, far. that oh oh, Joe is on YouTube. It's just a four is minute it, clip. Is and it the second game? I think it's the second game. Yeah, I didn't get. The, I didn't beat the second game. And uh, he is. You, I'll send it to you later. You'll you'll watch it. It's it's just four minutes of that, and it's fantastic. The fight scene, and Jay, I think Jay Oliva did say that like they watched that uh, when they were doing Ben Affleck's Batman. So, mm. uh, it, what we could have had if what Joss Whedon had. hadn't showed up. That that's uh, that's a great <laughs> idea though, Joe. I like that. Uh, my next uh, film would be a Deathstroke solo film, which goes off of what you just said. It's from Arkham Origins. Thank you, there, Chris. Uh, that's what I thought it was. Uh, Thank you. The third film, I think. That's, third the, thir- that's the third game. Third. I, well, Sorry. yeah, I didn't play that one either. Yeah. So uh, the assassins going after Batman. Um. Yeah, my I would love to see a Deathstroke solo film showing us how he became Deathstroke because we just see him. I would you can do such a cheap film showing that and like what happens after he uh, is tossed away by Secret Service that he was part of for his for the Australian government and then yep. go from there. So I think that could be a cheap, really good film that you could make. I like it. Uh, my next one is a Zatanna and Constantine movie, like the both of them together, Ooh. because they obviously great chemistry. Um, you, it, it, the main villain will be some demon, because why not? It's always a demon going after Constantine for whatever reason. But this will be a way to introduce a lot of the magic side of things. You know, obviously Zatanna and Constantine, um, Blue Devil, which we saw in the Swamp Thing TV show. Uh, we could have actually played more with that. Um, the demon himself, Etrigan, you know, have him show up because he would, he could be their inside man. Because why not? They're gonna go to hell. Makes sense, I guess. He's a great character in animation. I love Etrigan, man. Justice like, League, in the DCAU and in the DCAMU. Yeah, because he was great in the Justice League Dark and the Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. At the so, end, he's so yeah. So that's Zatanna costume. Plus, I just want to see. Another live action Zatanna. That's a good, that's a good call, Joe. Yeah. Uh, my f- fourth film would be a Black Canary and Green Arrow film. I'd love to see uh, Jer- uh, Journey Smollett reprise her role. Yes, one hundred percent. I would pick a new uh, Green Arrow. I think it would be really. You don't cool. want what's his name from Sons of Anarchy? No, we're cool with that. <laughs> we're also cool. We don't need Arrow. Stephen Bell coming back either. We don't need that. Uh, you can just go with. I think it, the problem with if I mean, don't get me wrong. Stephen Amell was great as Arrow, but that's not the that's him, not the Green Arrow you want in this. Correct. DC you can't. He this. can't. You can't bring him into the movies. I know when when Flash was was introduced and he made a big stink about not having Grant Gustin, which I understand. But his at thing, that point, his separating more, TV and uh, movies was a his whole thing was more thing. that he he just the second episode just aired and you put this out you could have waited a few more weeks to give him a bit more time to true bask in the uh, actual flow flash glory yeah. yeah 
So, Which, and I, is, I, but but we were we were worried, and then we had nothing for yeah. however many years. So I don't think we really need the worry. Grant yeah. Gustin is an amazing. He got flash. The, he got the past in the glory of being yeah, the flash exactly. for a while. Actually, yeah. I you know what I'm fine with him if he takes over now. Ezra Miller has had some issues, so yeah. let's go with Grant Gustin. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm gonna wait on that one. <laughs> Actually, sounds like someone who watched, didn't watch all the episodes of the Flash. Nope, I stopped. <laughs> um, so my next one is a blue and gold booster Ooh. and booster gold and blue beetle because I think those two, I love those two. They're, they'd be a great, great combination of, uh, of characters. You know, the, the future and the tech guy. Yeah. Do you can do you can take like carry on from. Uh, Blue Beetle that we're getting in August of next year, or are you doing see, older I mean, Ted Cord Blue Beetle? I want Ted Cord. Okay, but doesn't mean we can't have Jaime, sh- you know, come in at some point. Okay, um, but at the same time, this could be them forming either like the Just League International or Just League Europe because they went by both names. You know, you could introduce Fire and Ice. You know, Big Barda, Mister Miracle, basically all of that Justice League team, some issues, <laughs> maybe. Um, it, it's just, it's, I don't know. I don't know. That's just my thought. It, it's, it's, um, you, you could have a lot going on there, and uh, I would love to see it happen. Hello, yes, Kyle. yes, we would too, Kyle. Definitely. That was one of my choices for uh, the films. <laughs> so, oh, no, I hit the wrong one. Sorry, this one. Oh no, I missed it. Yes, Derpy, yeah. we we talked about it. Um, you got to rewind a little bit. I'm sorry, you dude. Rewind a little bit. That's all. Um, catch up to us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my final film would be a Justice Society film, the Justice Society, going from origin to present day, and then you could set up by the end of that film the big, uh, if, like threat that's coming, and you could incorporate that the Justice you- Society into the Justice League in a, in a future film down the line. Are you wanting Pierce Brosnan's Dr. Fate? I want him for the uh, past. Yeah, yeah. Showing them forming and showing them maybe doing a first mission and something like that. And then, no, I want maybe something, someone new for uh, Dr. Fate in the present day. Maybe that'll be part of them trying to figure out who's going to replace him. Okay. Which, again, I think we talked about during the Black Adam review, um, his nephew... And now I'm—I had it in my head a second ago. Crap. There's a there's a new Doctor Fate in the comics. So, yeah. yeah. So that's gonna bug me. Whoops. Oh. Um, Your final one, Joe. My final one. Um, so I went with a like a spy side. So Ooh. either Checkmate or Spiral, and I know there's a bunch of other ones in the DC universe that are out there, but Checkmate is one that stuck out to me because. They, they were, you know, legit spy corporation that um, actually did help the heroes at times until Maxwell Lord took it over and, you know, everything that happened there, him killing Blue Beetle and getting the OMAC project up and running and just all of that. So, but yeah, yeah. So I, I like the spy, the spy angle uh, and that could, that could hop into another uh, uh, corner of the DC universe that could become something later. Thank you. Yes, Khalid. Thank you, S-Bubs. Oh, you're always there for the win, my butt. He's dude. in the Young Justice as well, actually. Yes, he is. He, yes. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, that's my one. Also, I think you have in the notes the Justice League movie down the line. Same. Yeah. Right there. Uh, Derpy saying the Avatar trailer is coming out sometime tonight. I, I didn't see the first one. I don't know. Same. I haven't. Second. I don't. I don't care. I'm sorry, and but I don't care. Kyle says I think they need to start making Black Adam more of an antagonist in future films and not a starring role. I I think in a Shazam when they do meet up in a Shazam movie or crossover movie, whatever you want to call it, he will be the antagonist. But it'll he needs be more, to be. You're right, Kyle. He'll he'll. He'll he'll switch. It'll it'll be. Let's just hope that. Well, at the very least, uh, he doesn't like. We don't need to kill. We can keep him. Just put him back in Canada. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even some sort of magical reason he can't leave. So. Well, yeah, Superman's stopping him. Those are some pretty good ideas, Joe. Uh, That too. I I'm really curious to see what James Gunn does, and I know we'll get that rolled out at some point. Uh, We have. We'll do a Black Adam box office update before we take our next ad break. Uh, Black Black Adam overseas grossed uh, 5.1 million on the fifth weekend, also holding well at with a negative 46.9% drop from last weekend for a 209.2 million uh, international total, and in 157 million in U.S. and Canada. So it has a 366.2 million global at the box office. And Japan joins on December second, eyeing a three ninety five to four hundred five global run uh, that was via Luis Fernando. It's uh, coming this... out uh, coming out digitally to, tomorrow, I think. Uh, was it tomorrow? It. I thought it was next week. Nope, to, I think it might have changed tomorrow. I know it's out okay. already on the Flixer. So and then yeah, yeah it's on uh, DVD and Blu Ray in like the week uh, in a few weeks. But yeah. Uh... And that's something on the game I thought as well because Black Adam is just basically getting close to what Shazam made after five weekends. Shazam only had three weekends because it was sandwiched between uh, Captain Marvel and uh, Endgame. Avengers Endgame. So I it, it definitely for the, the cheaper that they made it, that's not a great performance in the box office for uh, Black Adam. Uh, Chris yeah. is solid concept. So thanks, Chris. Thank you, Chris. So yeah, I, I I I'm looking forward to watch this again. I really wish I would co- could have watched it in theaters, but I didn't get a chance to. Um, I, I watched it in theaters again. Sorry, uh, I started watching about twenty minutes before we went online. If I'm being honest with you, that's her. Yeah, uh, but no, I'll I'll when it comes out on DVD uh, or Blu-ray, I'll get the steel steel book to add to my steel book collection. Same. Same. I'll uh, I'll watch it again on HBO Max when it gets to, actually like it's still book it'll be digital so I'll have it digital like I will watch it again it I enjoyed the movie enough that I do want to keep watching it and I want this the the universe to continue um, sucks that it's not doing the best but you know what can you do you had Black Panther three weeks after this release and the the guy above you, you I'd watch it just for that over true. and over and over yes. again. Because I thought he did an amazing job, fantastic. So I, I'm all in on JSA. So that uh, S-Bubs, that usually happens. Uh, S-Bubs says that Super Sons movie leaked the month before. That usually happens with animated films. Uh, it tends to. I'm not sure why, but it tends to happen a lot uh, on that side. So, Joe, let's take our second ad break of the evening. Listeners, we're an ad support network. We don't pick the ads or the volume. We're going to give you a quick three count to adjust your volume. We'll be right back in three, two, 
one. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we're back. Okay, Joe. Uh, we've got some shows uh, to start talking about. Yes, sir. We have Titans and Stargirl. Titans Season 4, Episode 4. Super, super mart. So, yeah. What do you think about this episode, Joe? I, uh, you know, we'll, we could bring up... Um... Oops, here we go. Bring up where is it at? Darius's comment um, here. Whoop, show, come on. Uh, I agree to an extent, but the acting by everyone continues to carry the series easily. The writing lets the ent- entire series down. I agree. Yes, one hundred percent. The actors are great. The I think Joe accidentally took himself out of the uh, broadcast there. But I'm sure he'll come back in a second, and I have to agree that the what the heck happened? No, I just roll with the punches there. That's my bad. Uh, no, the 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 acting's great, costumes are great, writing sucks. Just I, you can't get around it. This episode yeah. though, um, they a lot actually happened, um, and some callbacks. A few, yes, yeah, and they, that's that's kind of what i mean like they find they f- realize that the sebastian is uh not i don't want to say in league but these people watching him are in league with trigon and so they go back to where it all started for them they go back to the old cult place which is now a supermarket um so that was kind of fun we do see stuff while, season while one. this is going on too uh mother mayhem is watching them and, and letting, letting it happen, yeah, letting it happen because she wants Sebastian to f- figure out like his origin, which essentially he was a failed version of of Raven because the the cult was waiting for a woman to give birth to a baby girl. Yep, and uh, Mother Mayhem gives birth to Sebastian, and that's not the, what they're looking for, so they take her away. Uh, but he's essentially a sibling of Raven. They both have the same mark, and. They're, the they're, prophecy is that he's going to have the same power of Trigon. So they're, yeah, I, did like how, I gotta say that I did like how they laid that out. It, it made sense, and yes. it's nice had they had sort of a bond together. Uh, Raven well, she, and because she saw what what had been happening to him, and been like she she's been through this. She are she knows Trigon is a terrible person, and now this is her reaching out to Sebastian to be like, hey, you're not alone. 
because even when they get locked up in when he gets locked up at um star labs she's like hey is there room for one more like we can talk she yeah. she, she realizes that he's in a tough spot and she wants to help him agreed and darius says i love how they bring they're bringing things full circle the church of blood have been there since season one and in the comics they've always worshiped trigon and wanted raven yep. to marry brother blood and I you think can I see that, that at one point. you you could see down the line now, and I would it would make sense that Brother Blood would try to go after Raven when he becomes Brother Blood, and I, you can see you can see him actually not hurting that hurting Raven just because of how extra nice she has Correct. been to him compared to everyone else. So that kind of stuff would work down the line. Uh, I know, Darius, you had you had brought up that you were hoping that they they uh, the transition to Brother Blood isn't drawn out. But the sixth episode is um, literally called Blood, Brother Blood. So, so they're going to draw it out until the very end of the, the, the sixth episode. I guess. Which it. isn't the worst thing because it's broken up it's into two, two sections of six. Exactly. So you can We're going to get, get another six full... in what, January or the February? I think but sometime in January. Okay. Uh, don't really like the twist if it says Brother Blood is Trigon's son. That's a change from source material, but it, it could is. work. It very, yes. really is. Uh, it, it's it's an interesting way to go, Joe. But it's, it is way to tie everything together because of what they did in season one broke out Mother Mayhem. Yep. And, and so then she was rebuilding off. her power, and Which so took a it, while. Yep. And it's also un, also cool because the prophecy is still going on for Coriander, and she's tied into yeah. this as well. And, and you got the whole it, book that was kind of interesting to me as well. Yeah, that, the book that was didn't... cool. That the and I mentioned that I think last week, week before. How she had a new, uh, new, uh, uh, what's the word? Destiny every single season. Yeah. But like, not only now it actually seems like her destinies actually are, were everything was leading to this. Yes. Um, so, yes, while the first three episodes of the season have been wonky and bad with the writing, this one, I feel like they finally got it right. Same. This, and... was, a, this was a good episode. And, and the I, action from the other three kind of like kept you going along. Yeah. Anyway, it, I really enjoyed know. that Jinx is kind of part of the team now. Yeah, like, and I love how fun. the other team members are shit, like, "Oh, can't believe we did. How did we get along without her?" And she's constantly picking at Superboy about magic, and Which you can tell think, it's really annoying him. And uh-huh. I think he's been possessed. So, oh yeah, I'll say. Speaking of, you know, we are we already know because of the trailers that he's going to have like a dark side come out of him. Now we know why. Because yes. Mother Mayhem, this magical sword that Deathstroke had, because we got zombie Dagger. Deathstroke. Yeah, so she could she she could basically take control of people that were dead. Which was really ambiguous. So, it didn't explain it at all. For yeah, all that the, was, for that all was the something props I didn't we like. have to give them. For all the props we have to give them, we have to give them a little bit of crap because I don't understand anything unless she explains later on down the road or Blood I, or Brother we'll Blood can, can have access to this stuff as well. And then we find out that would be okay if you're holding it till the end. But I don't know how she was able to uh, bring Deathstroke back. And well, not just Deathstroke, but like all the people in the mart and the super super supermart uh, were allegedly dead. All the workers, and but they still had cognitive abilities. Yeah, they were essentially zombies. Um, uh, there says to be fair, Mother Mayhem and Brother Blood is a mantle. Basically, some of them have. Yeah, I, I do know that. So yeah, yeah, yes. They're mantles um, interchangeable there. But the because what was it when when the zombies that they were calling them 
start yeah. to attack him and and starfire does her like blue fire and you see especially that lead one you see her get hit and she's looking around like all right i'm good and then goes to attack like what I I did like Jinx's comment of like, oh bravo! Would you would you give them? Uh, would you help them with their skincare? <laughs> I, I thought that was good, and her power of stopping everything it was great. It was yeah, uh, barely, her, it was greatly used here. Her um, them them doing the the switcheroo with zombie Deathstroke that was that was fun. That was uh, great as well. I did enjoy sense. that. I thought yeah. that made me laugh. So that was. It was a great episode, Joe. Uh, especially compared, it was my favorite of the season so far. Same, agreed. Same. Yeah, because these... and you got that Deathstroke callback, which was really cool, where he fought multiple people, including uh, Superboy. And I just wonder what's going going to happen now. Uh, is Superboy going to turn on these? I'm I'm really scared well, I mean, of. He's he got we pretty sure he got possessed. Yeah. He coughed up a snake, and he's acting a little weird. So. I mean, I guarantee yeah, yeah, gonna, it's going to take a minute, but Mother Mayhem will get control of Superboy. And when he saw Snake before, he instantly burned it. We didn't get that here. So oh. I am of the agreement that he is taken over. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. Joe, uh, we'll get the, we get an episode on 24th and an episode on the 1st. Yep. Oh, so nice. What a Christmas. What a what a birthday gift. Uh, on a couple of days before my birthday, I get a new episode of Titans. Yay. Yay. <laughs> What you got there? Uh, okay, let's get into uh, Stargirl now, Joe. Uh, Before we go so... there, hopefully the writing can keep up this decent storyline we have and continue to keep them all together. Uh, agreed, Darius. Agreed, but I'm not holding my breath. I'll be honest. Yeah, I. Although, like, this is a step in the right direction, so we'll yeah. continue. Let's hope, hope next week is just as good as this week. Uh. Joe, we have a couple episodes left of Stargirl. We have two episodes yeah. left after the, this current one that we're going to talk about. Chapter 11, The Haunting. Uh, this episode, um, it was kind of a no-nothing episode. Um, we got the we got the reaction from um, Ar- Artemis finding out that her parents were, were murdered. Uh, we get the reaction from everybody with Jordan coming back, officially coming back. Uh, and you see, because it's it's um, Barbara gets the call from Pat. Her her place where she works. Well, yeah, gets the call from Pat while she's at work, finding out that you know the Crocs are dead, and so she's devastated because her friend Paula is is gone, and then she walks into here's Jordan back. Like her world just got rocked twice. And you know she put it together really quick that he was the one that killed killed them, um, but it the the crux of the episode is Jordan wants to side with Courtney. Yes, or that's but, what he's saying. Anyway. That's what he's saying. But Starman is doesn't want anything to do with it. Well, in Starman's defense, the last time he saw him, uh, he killed him. He put him in the ground. Luckily, like the staff kept him alive, but uh, the ISA I mean, destroyed they, they said. the JSA. Yeah, I, that's something I'm still wondering yeah. if he's going to come back on in the next episode or two. That well, and I mean, with with them introducing Ultra Humanite and the explanation that they gave about how he kind of cheated death and 
kept putting his brain in other people's. Um, I'm wondering if this is just an experiment that, you know, you said something about Dragon King could have done, brought him back. Maybe Ultra Humanite brought him back. Like, could be. Who, well who knows? Be. Hey, because the next episode is titled uh, The Will Last Will and Testament of Sylvester Pendleton. So maybe we might get some. We're going to get some answers there, definitely. He, he's not happy about this. No. At all. He basically goes to Courtney and asks her if he can take him out. And yeah. we're, we're kind of left wondering what's going to happen there. Uh, I did enjoy, uh, like you said, Artemis feeling like going through the pain of losing. Like she was the actress who did who portrays this character did a great job. This episode, especially that final this, scene where yep, uh, where Barbara shows up at the house and, says, and, yeah. and is comforting her. That was that was powerful. I was like, I was kind of like feeling that. Same, same, Joe. I was I was like, damn. And then when they discovered what? the discovered the Crocs too was pretty. Because yeah. Artemis was there and Beth. Notices with the goggles that is per- of people, yeah. But that's, pretty, but pretty that's kind of what I said last it. week, though. Like the Crocs, their story has grown. Like they have grown as characters to the point where you actually cared for them. And yes. then when they got killed off, I'm like, oh, like it hurt. It sucked. Uh, Darius, I don't want to, I don't want to give too much of spoilers here, but. I would watch the. I would be sure to pay special attention to the back half of Titans episodes. If you like Bree, if you like Bree's uh, Star Girl, if you like Breck Star Girl, because that's all I'll say. I, you might not be as deep into this information. But we stuff talked with me. about it in the other episode. Yeah, but he may have just found the show this week or last week. So I just want to. Uh, yeah, so just pay attention if you like Sarah because these couple episodes might not be the last time we yeah, see. Yeah, Darius, you're right. Uh, Breck has doing been doing an amazing job. She was the perfect casting, casting. for this character. Um, I would even love if, for this show to continue on, but even if not, somewhere. Give me Star Girl in the JSA as another member that comes in. Yeah, in that Justice Society film that I was talking about. Yeah. I would love to see more of that character because this is because we saw Star Girl in Smallville. Yeah, she was in uh, Legends. One right? at one or two. Or was it Legends? Yes. Okay, yeah. just so she like she she Star Girl has been around. Yeah, um, but this this interpretation um, I think is the better one. Because it's it's putting her in high school. It's putting her in the in the setting that she has been well known for in the comics. So I got to ask you now: What do you think about Cameron? Cameron, the way Don't... that he flip, <laughs> flip flops so much, he's all over the place in this episode. That and is an Courtney, issue I didn't like. Um, if Courtney is as nice as you think, why does she try to stop your father? Like you got to dive deeper, man. You're gonna have to. Because he's out I, for revenge. The way he killed the Crocs, he's out for revenge. There was no self defense in that. That was his excuse. But and, no, it was. But he had a mask on, and they attacked him because they didn't know. Oh, the way that Cameron uh, peddles the same terrible excuses. I'm like, oh my god, dude! Just well, stop. it's his dad. He idolizes yeah. his dad. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna. There's gonna be a falling out. Yeah, there has to be. And if it's either with Cameron series, with. Courtney oh, yeah. or well, Cameron and his father? Both. Um, I think, obviously, um, Cameron's going to side with his dad 100%. Even though I his dad... I don't know if it's a 100% guarantee. I think it is. Because the only, the only reason he went back to Courtney was because his dad said that like we need to team up with them. 
Like they, yeah, they but, are. Uh, right. If you if if he accidentally overhears his father saying like yeah I killed the crocs I enjoyed him they turned their back on us and tried to live normal lives uh, yeah but who's gonna say that... I don't know Joe I'm just saying there's possibilities parents. I'm just saying there's possibility there... of the bubble being burst for him there uh, but I think you're right of if it's gonna happen I think he's gonna side with his father yeah I don't know I hope I hope not like I I would love to see Cameron and Courtney like have a future together. But we also didn't have um, Rick this episode. No, so he, well, he was kind of uh, hiding in, and I don't. I'm really oh. curious, Steve. And we also had, um, oh crap, what's her name? Cindy. Um, Cindy, yeah, coming in and teaming up with Mike and Hakeem, and returning to the team as yeah. well. And basically, so... now we know that it wasn't Cindy at all. So that's uh, that's a good thing. I think that you got that yeah. out of the way. I, I am looking forward to the final like the last episode. It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be huge. Now you I, I don't hate as much. I we know now like Jordan has the ultra humanite that is yes. part of his plan. So I, I'm really interested to see how this is gonna go, Joe. Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, let's let's get into our DC news roundup before we get out of here with our Smallville retro recap. There's only a couple of news items, Joe. Uh, yeah. James Gunn calling out BS scoopers, which we're both here for. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, replying to a fan who asked about leaked information pertaining to the future of Batman. Uh, Gunn said, anyone who says they know anything is bullshitting. Anyone who says they know anything about any, anything in the future of DCU is bullshitting because right now that's truly only me and Peter. And maybe his uh, wife. I'm sure he let her know hardcore a couple of things. You might be in this, just just the FYI. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's great. I love it. And there's new casting news uh, for the Batman HBO Max uh, spinoff, uh, Penguin. So Illuminati reported that HBO Max the Penguin is currently looking to cast deep cut uh, comics bat- slash Batman character Mike Stone. Joe, do you know much about Mike Stone? Uh, no, I meant to look this up, uh, and I didn't, so let's see if I can do a quick little Google search right now. Mike Stone. Stone has won a comic appearance to date, being the focus of the 2015 Arkham Manor in-game. This issue centers on Stone as he tells a Joker-focused story working at Arkham Manor, a Gotham's, uh, a take on Gotham's iconic asylum set up within Wayne Manor. Uh, the one shot sees Stone reminisce about Joker's assault on the manor and night in which the penguin hired gun turned Arkham employee goes toe to toe with the client Prince of Crime, punching him out when he's had enough of the bloodshed. Uh, with Batman, with Arkham and the legacy surrounding the institution becoming such a big part of Batman's final act, it is unknown if Penguin's take on Stone will simply be muscle for Oz growing criminal empire or an Arkham employee like he's he is in the comics. Okay. That's a very deep cut. Yeah. So, you know, I like I didn't know what this was, and I don't think the thing that they took from this obviously is will Joker show up in the Penguin show? So that's the thing that they're trying to take from that scoopers. I just that's that's quite a leap. That's quite a leap. Well, you got you got to reach where you, you find what you can. I guess that's true. And Joe, finally, we got our Smallville retro recaps. Uh, the 19th episode, Crush, uh, 
I was super excited to tackle this last week because yep, I watched you realize- multiple. And yeah, I, I'm glad we're here because this was uh, one of my favorite episodes of the of the of the season. This was a good episode. Um, Adam Brody, you know, shows up in this one, and uh, I I vaguely remember him being in this episode, like being in the series. Uh, obviously, this is before he goes off to the OC and becomes. And know, before Gilmore Girls, this was, was before that as well. He was it before from, Gilmore Girls? I thought it was yeah, around the same time. Okay. No, he went from this Gilmore Girls to I looked it up a little while ago. Oh, okay, okay, Mister Holly Party over here. Well, I really enjoyed the first season of uh, the OC. It was kind of a thing that everyone talked about at my school when we. Came oh, okay. In. So I had yeah, to that... catch up and watch it. I was like the eighth episode of me here watching sports and Spider Man, the animated series, and stuff like that. And I came in, and everyone was talking about. Who Seth was going to pick Summer Anna. I was like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> and I was social so, pariah, I'm, Joe. Social pariah. I'm uh, I'm old and uh, I didn't watch that because I was already out of high school at the time. And, Smart. Uh, Way to dodge that bullet. Way to Mark. dodge that bullet. That's just age. <laughs> <laughs> lucky, man. Lucky. Okay. That's smart. Lucky. Um one so yeah, this this was a fun episode. Uh seeing Clark get jealous and not realize he was jealous, and then seeing Lana get jealous, like Oh, okay. And Chloe get jealous. It was like a jealous circle. Yeah. Chloe's jealous um, at the start. Uh, <laughs> I loved his powers in this show. The way they showed him using his telekinesis to move things and him drying. That was a cool scene. Yeah. And Principal Quan, freaking dead. Man. Like, yeah. Like, that. as soon as we saw the uh, his son show up, and once. Uh, what was his name? Lucas? No, that wasn't right. Whatever his name was. Um, Justin. Adam, Justin, thank you. I'm Adam Brothers' character. Um, started talking about how the hit and run and and uh, somebody, uh, I just got a partial life play. I'm like, I remembered what the, what happened now. I remember yeah, it was same, the son that did it. Same, same, Quan Joe, takes the same, blame. Same. Uh, I don't, I did not remember him getting killed off. Same. I didn't know that as well. I was shocked because I yeah. generally thought like, the, Principal Quan would tell his son he has to do the right thing and blah blah blah. But yeah. no, Principal Quan was the one that covered it up, so he wouldn't tell his son to do the right thing. No, there he would he not. Did not. Did not. So uh, honestly, uh, I, I love what Tom Willing said, which was uh, in the Taco podcast, which was the last thing he noticed was Principal Quan being like, "Oh, finally, this is all over." because <laughs> <laughs> of everything that's happened in the, in the first year which uh, yeah because there is always somebody new and hell heck, heck like what two weeks ago he found somebody covered in bees, bees. in a car yes like and yeah he's the, probably ready for it to be done with that place the hothead the the student that was sucking the like, energy the heat out of people and killing yeah. him yeah, so Principal Quad, RIP to you uh, yeah. on this one. The, you definitely will be missed. Uh, really one thing, one thing in the talk, though, that they talked about, which I never realized. I meant to look it up again, but I didn't. Dave Batista is on an episode. Uh, season six. He's season part six? of the. Yeah, far? He's, yeah, oh, he's part of, the, if I'm not mistaken, if anyone remembers, I think I'm right. He's part of the Kryptonians that escape. Once Zion got out of the Phantom Zone, so or part of the people, you know the what monsters that escaped from the Phantom Zone that, that Clark makes sense. up in season six. That would make sense. Okay, and that's for one of those one of those monsters attacks Clark, 
and we get one of the best episodes where Clark is in a mental institution for the majority of the episode, and it is very well done. I can't wait to, to get We've got a while before we yeah, get there. Yeah, quite a while, but <laughs> it, it's quite an enjoyable episode. Okay. Uh, uh, man, that's awesome. Okay, cool. But no, like, fun episode. I really enjoyed it. Um, we've only got, same. what, three left? I, I will say something else that I really enjoyed was uh, the character coming back, uh, Pamela Jenkins, to meet Lex. And we got that like bit of like emotional ties Goodbye. to Lex yeah. and what he would used to be and what his mother wanted for him and what his father ultimately, the path he put him on. Uh, yeah. it, I, I love seeing Lex backstory like that. So that's always a great thing. I know Rose Mob is never kind of, like pumping up his performances, but everything with Lex is always great in this show for me. Yep. And Lionel coming in and not manipulating, I guess, like, which Trying was interesting. To, but kind of not. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. weird. But yeah. Joe, I think, I think that's it. We have two episodes left of this season. I think three. Cause this is 19. Could be three. Right? Yeah. Three. 20 yeah. and 20. No, there's only 21 20, episodes. 20. Oh, that's there's right. Only, that's right. Yeah. It is only 21. So two so episodes left. We are, we are very close to the end of that. I'm, Interested to see if they take a break for a little bit or if they jump into season two. I assume um, they will. I think they'll keep going. But I, I could say. be right. We'll, we'll, we'll but see. at the same time, they 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 record a couple at a time and bank them. They so bank them. We is, don't. We don't. We don't. We're right there on the week of uh, all the time. So, Joe, I think that wraps up our episode for tonight. Uh, so. Listeners, we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Bye. Later. <laughs>